the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. God bless you. I hope you're having a great weekend. The sun's out. We're going to be prosperous today, I guarantee you, whether we're resting or we're learning or whatever we're doing. Let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you and I give you the praise and the glory for the ability, talent, heart, mind, soul, bodies. You bless each and every one of our listeners. Help me to be their mentor. Help me to improve their lives and improve the things that they're making decisions on. Help me to open their eyes and let them see the truth and understand what's going on, how this world is changing. I ask this all in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. I want to thank each and every one of you listeners. Um, we've got uh, a whole lot of people on Facebook been following me. Thank you for following me on Facebook. Go to Randy Adams uh, Facebook and uh, be sure and tune into it. We've got an open line. Uh, Shemaya, thank you for being here. Thank you for Baron and Michael and just everybody at, at KSLR give, and Barry. And give us, a, give us a call here, 210-340-9585. That's 210 210-340- 9585. Also, this show is going to be on Freedom 1160. That's 1160 on your dial. At 1 o'clock, they take this show and they tape it. Well, it's taped anyway, but then they put it on. Uh, thank you, William and David and everybody that's on Facebook. And uh, they tape it and then they replay it. And that's 1 p.m. today on 1160 Freedom. Uh, I'm going to try to be on Facebook to tell you about my other times today. I got two more shows, one taped uh, at 3.30, and then one live tonight between 9 and 10 that goes to 35 states. What a blessing. Uh, and you remember, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. It don't matter what it is. Um, I buy a wreck. I buy a good motor, bad motor. I got a call, a unique call yesterday. The guy says, and I've done business with this guy for 30 years. He said, Randy, I got one's different. And I said, what do you mean you got one different? He said, I got one that's got a brand new motor in it, and the rest of it's ugly. I said, ugly? He said, it is so bad, you'll probably want to pull the motor out of this 15 Ford diesel and throw the rest of it away. He said, why this company spent 20000 on a brand new Ford diesel, and the rest of the trucks wore out, beat up, ugly, ugly, ugly. Well, I said, I'll make an offer on it. And he said, please, please, you know, I got to have something to tell them. But, I mean, here's, you know, they realize they made a mistake and they're ready to try to walk off from it. But, man, whoever okayed that to put a new motor in this truck, he said there's not a straight piece on it. Well, I I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, Tay, if you like this show, tell 20 people, Randy Adams wants to buy your vehicle. It don't matter what it is. Um, I'm going to get back with a lady today. It's got two vans. Um, they're not very good shape, but she needs to improve them. She's got seven kids and uh, what a blessing, and she listens to this show and listens to several of my shows, so thank you for listening. And uh, just trying to find her all the money because, you know, it's they're not much units, but they're still worth something. I'm trying to get all of her money out of it. Hello, Nathan. Uh, Jeremiah 53031, a horrible and shocking thing has happened in this land. Have y'all noticed that lately? You know, people are high on hate. They get so high when they can hate somebody, badmouth somebody, lie about somebody. Hello, Jerry, and just just continue to do. They're high on hate, and they're looking for a reason. There's a lot of people run around and they look for a reason to be offended. And when they find that offended, they get all upset and they get back high on hate. You know, and so. 
It says here a horrible and shocking thing has happened in our land. People have changed from the love to the hate. The prophets prophesied lies. Man, I'm going to tell you the news people, you can't believe anything they're going to say. I mean, look what the turmoil they're in right now. Hey, and I like that $250 million lawsuit against uh, New York, uh, that well, Washington Post, because they deserve it, what they've done to people's lives. You know, I had the lady on last week, but so many people destroy young people's lives. So many. Well, look at the priest. Look at what the priest have done. And they've destroyed these people's lives, and they're there to help. They're there to mentor. They're there to love. And they've destroyed these kids' lives. You know, it is such a tough situation. But we're going to tie this a little bit together with the car business. When these car dealers take advantage of you, and there's nothing free in the car business, and there's no... They look for a reason. You think they're going to give away a lot of money, and they're going to fix your car forever, and they're going to be your best friend forever? Liar, liar, pants on fire. Let me tell you something. As long as it's coming their way and they're making plenty of money, these these lifetime warranties, I hate to tell you this, but it costs you 4500 Yes. And then they cost you a lot of extra money down the road. So there's nothing free in the car business. And these people lie. The, the advertising's on radio. The advertising on TV. They entice you to buy, and then they don't follow through. So the lies, the... The priests rule by their own authority. That's the government, too. That was back when the priests were running the government, running the people, doing the things. And so this that is so true today. And my people love it this way. Well, the people that love it this way are the car salesmen. Man, let me go to church and find me some new customers. Man, yeah, I'm a member here. And, I want to take care of you, and boy, God bless you, and come on in, and let me tell you how wonderful it is. And let me tell you something. Maybe they do have a good heart, but they know what's going to happen in the lion's den. Lion's den? What's the lion's den? Lion's den's the F&I department. It's the service department. It's all those other departments that beat you up left and right. So I... You know, and they got to make money, and I want them to make money, and you want them to make money because we want them to keep them open. We got to have them because I got news for you. If we don't have capitalism in the car business, who's going to take over it? The government, the manufacturers, or the billionaires? And the billionaires have changed this business tremendously where it's their money is, their God is money, and they, they want ever available dollar they can get out of that deal. Ever available dollar. And, that, and that's what happens. That's why I love wholesaling. I'm not involved with retailing. I want to wholesale it, go down the road. Now, I do sell, retail some cars, and it's tough. What man makes breaks. Ain't nothing perfect. Well, you're not perfect, though. You know, I'm not perfect. Well, come to think about it, nothing's perfect. But, you know, it says here that my people love it this way. Well, you know, this is the salespeople got to do what the authority. I've often talked about a friend of mine wanting a new Dodge pickup, and his son got pushed up in the ranks where he was a manager. And so his son gave him a price on the new Dodge, and he thought, well, I'll just call old Randy and tell him what's going on. When he called me, told me what he was buying, he said, oh, well, I, I, you can't beat that price. I said, well, do you want me to know if I can or can't? And he said, yeah. Well, we beat it 1500 Then he got mad at his son. He said, hey, you know, my son can't, you're, you're 1500 cheaper. I don't understand this. I said, well, let me explain it to you. Owners and managers, managers above him, Know what they got to make, and then there's a pack where these new car dealers got to pack them for a thousand to twenty five hundred, and so the salesman has to make over that. Well, the managers have a pack, and you know that was probably their packs fifteen hundred. So in the salesman, in the son's mind, he was giving him a great deal because he was covering just covering the pack. He wouldn't put no profit on it, and so that that's what that happened. And I explained it to him. Well, long story short, they got it where the they got it same price as I got, and things got back together, and the father understood what his son had to do, you know. But what will they do at the end? See, the end's the end of the deal. When the customer, man, them old payments keep rolling in forever and ever. Seems like forever. You ever been through about a note that's about five or six years old, and you think you should have had it paid for, and you don't? 
and the interest rate and everything else has, has worked on you and has hurt your relationship with your family and you don't have any money left at the end of the month, you buy what you can afford. There's two kinds of cars afford and can't afford, and man, them can't afford are miserable. Oh, man. Your wife told you you shouldn't have bought it, and you say, hey, well, you told me to buy I just wanted you to make you happy. You know how that story goes. I've been down that road, too. So anyway, that's the key to what you've got to do. Buy what you can afford. You buy from there's right now there's not enough good cars out there. Well, not enough good cars anywhere. So, you know, what do you do in that situation? Not enough good cars? Well, you may have to buy new. And so get your best price. Look for price. Remember what we talked about a couple of weeks ago? Number one's price. Work the best price. Don't let them work payments. Man, I tell you what, that's, I've got a young lady who's who's a sharp, sharp lady, and I, you know, and she's got quite a bit down, and she's still looking at payments. She don't know what the price was on the car when I questioned her, what's the price on the car. I don't know, but I got this down, and the payments this, and it fits my budget. Excuse me, lady, I thought you were well educated. Yeah, I am. I said, well, you're not educated enough in finance. Maybe you need to go back to school and take some. Um, some kind of economics, or go to Dave Ramsey or School of Common Sense, but you don't even know what the price is, what the interest rate is? No. Well, I mean, you know, get the price, get your financing, get everything lined up so you know where you stand. You need an even playing field. You're like, I keep telling them, we're like the Dallas Cowboys. Man, we're well-trained, well-educated, we're in shape, we work out, we do all this stuff 365 days a year, and you walk in one day out of maybe two, three years, and you think you're going against a professional that you can handle? Man, are you a know-it-all? I'm going to tell you what – there ain't nothing up here if you think you can beat car dealers. There's no possible way. No possible way. Now, you can get on an even playing field, understand, know what your budget is, get your financing lined up, buy what you can afford, understand what the loss is going to be. I've got a buddy of mine that bought a brand-new Mac Daddy truck. Here we go again, $75,000. Boy, he's in love with it, you know. I'm going to keep it forever. I said, Bubba, you ever kept a car longer than about three years, four years? No. So you're going to keep this one for I got to, as high as this one is. I said, you're going to be four or five years down the road, and you're still going to owe more than it's worth, and you're going to want to get rid of it. You don't think down the road. We think at the moment. We make decisions at the moment. It's what we're doing. We make decisions what we can do today. Now, we don't think about eight-year payment, seven-year payment. We don't think about, oh, I'm going to have, in seven years, I'm liable to have 300,000 miles on this truck, boy. Yeah, how much money are you going to spend to get it to make sure it lasts 300,000? What are you going to do to make it do? How are you going to drive it? How are you going to work it? What are you going to spend? Hey, that company with a hundred and 50,000 mile truck just spent 20,000 putting a motor in it, a diesel motor. 20 grand. So if they paid, let's say they paid 50, 60,000 for that truck, they put 150,000 miles. Now they're spending another 20 grand. And they're spending 20 grand on a truck's not worth nothing. I mean, this is what the used car manager told me. He said, Randy, pull the motor out and transmission out and throw it away. They just spent 20,000 on a brand new everything. Well, that's see we're not we're making decisions today that won't pay off tomorrow. How do you want to how do you want to look at your future? How do you want to look what's going to happen? You know, financial advisors, I talked to one right outside the radio station here several months ago, and I said, you know, they all advertise you put 350 a month in the bank and in 30 years you can retire. He said, "Yeah, that's right." I said, man, I'm seeing payments of 600 to 1500 a month. You know, they could sure put a bunch of that away instead of what they were driving. And a bad part about it is it's not worth nothing in a few years. I keep telling you, the average car is 36000 new, and it's going to be worth 4000 in five years. That's a pretty good-sized loss. So, you know, we, look, we keep looking at Jeremiah, and it's, I tell you, more I look at it, more I like it. But the word, and you know what happened? What about all what's going on? Hello, Bubba. Uh, how we we keep looking? 
and it says Jeremiah six ten, the word of the Lord is offensive to them. They find no pleasure in it. Well, business is business. I have a lot of these guys tell me business is business and church is church. Well, if they look that way, church is church is finding new customers. Business is business. I'll do whatever I need to say and whatever I need to do to put you together. And what the what I don't understand is why we let relationships, personality, smile, and the way they conduct themselves help us make those decisions. Are we looking for somebody to give us approval on what we can buy? Friends of mine just bought a unit. I tried to school them, and I, in fact, I ran across something I wrote down a couple of years ago that kind of fits what what I'm talking about right now. The truth is clear, but the ability to learn and understand is imperfect. The truth is clear. I was trying to I was trying to train them, trying to get them ready, trying to get them on an even playing field. But the ability to learn and understand is imperfect. But see, I was giving them this information. Then they walked into this really friendly, nice guy. And I mean, he is really taking care of them. And he really has some concern about their finances. And they bought way over their head. They wasn't thinking. Now they're going to make make 600 a month payments on a vehicle. And, you know, it's going to cost them a bunch of money. And they got a seven-year note, and they didn't add it all up. Here they're paying, you know, for a real loaded-up vehicle. They're paying twenty-seven thousand, but when they figured up the payments, they're paying forty-two thousand plus what they had down. Are you thinking about that? Paying forty-two thousand on a vehicle, and she puts a lot of miles on it, so it's going to be worth four or five grand in a few years. Maybe she's going to have to trade before she pays it off. But we're making decisions today that won't pay off tomorrow. That's what I'm trying to – but you've got to be in control of your emotions, your desires. You're purchasing emotions and desires. I want it now. I deserve it. I want to reward myself. Well, i got news for you. If you can afford it, you know – Take my advice and do whatever your little heart desires because it will cost you in the long run. We got open lines, no dumb questions. I won't embarrass you. Hello, David and Daryl and Joshua. Uh, give us a call here, 210 340 9585. You know, pride, uh, and that's the number one thing in a car dealer. There, and, and, I mean, that's the big guys say that. I'm talking about if you ask the big auctions, the big dealerships, pride is number one in a car dealer's life. And it results from overvaluating ourselves and undervaluating others. Now, how does that fit? Because we're so well-trained. We over-evaluate ourselves. We know what we can do. We know how we can p- close a deal, how we can put a deal. We have all the answers of what, you know, what to say and what to do. And so we're over-evaluating ourselves and undervaluating yourself. It leads to restlessness because it makes us dissatisfied with what we have. Not enough money, not enough sales, not enough friends. Hello, David Kalo. Not enough friends that we need to sell and make more money on because pride will just make us dissatisfied with what we have, and concerned about whatever everybody else is doing. That's why we have all these reports for these new car dealers, how much they're selling, what they're doing. And I mean, you're talking about getting in the middle of a mess when all those figures come out, the sales managers and the owners are on the salespeople and the closers and the used car manager. Hey, this dealership's outselling us. We got to outsell them. We got to do whatever we have to do, whatever we have to say to get them sold. We got to not let a customer walk out of the, the dealership. S- had bought a Buick from a man, drove from Corpus Christi. Him and his wife brought me and sold me a great, clean Buick. And I th- thanked them. And they said, we want you to have this car because what you've taught us, what we've learned from what you're telling us, 
because we've, we've learned so much from you. We feel like we need, and they say, we feel like our cars, you'll make a little money on it, and we're glad. Now, if you don't make money on it, that's what the guy said. Call me back. Let me know. I'll give some of it back. So uh, here's, here's some people that have learned so much. They drove from Corpus Christi, New Brunswick, to sell me a car. Why? Because they've learned. They listen. They, they, they love the show. And, and that's, they must have told me that 15 times a piece. And they walked out of the dealership because they figured it out. They were in the wrong dealership. How do you know the wrong dealership? Trying to twist you, put you together. They get away from the price they gave you, try to switch you a different car. And he said, I got out, walked out. He said, man, we had the whole dealership after us trying to get us back in that dealership. Well, they, they hate losing the man that's got the money, that's a buyer, a real buyer's walking out of the lot. Man, that's the number one sin for a car dealership, letting a customer get away when he's got money. Now, they, now if you can't buy and your old credit's bad and you don't have any money, they'll let you walk. Hey, Bubba, we love you. Get out of here. And that's the way they feel. Hello, we got Dennis online. Hello, Dennis. How you doing today? Just fine, Randy. Thank Great. you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Yeah, my wife's uh, 2002 uh, Pathfinder is uh, leaking uh, uh, antifreeze, and it's coming down around the bell housing. And I was wondering that you can recommend me a, uh, a reliable shop. Uh, what do you feel about, uh, about, about Gun Nissan? They're good people. Gun is uh, one price price people, and I've done business over the years with them, and and uh, they're they're good That's people. That's where we bought the car in. Yeah. Uh, too, so. Yeah, and uh, every once in a while I beat their prices on some stuff. I've got dealers that I, I send people to. But, no, they're good people, and uh, their service department, all service departments have been trained lately. That's where the money's going to come from. They've realized, the car business realized that you can shop the Internet, and if you can't sell a person on payments, and if you can't twist them around, and if they're cash buyers or they're price buyers, that you're going to have to make the money on the trades, on the service department. And so they're they're tuning it into it, and they're trying to improve the service department where they'll make you happy. You've got a freeze plug leaking, evidently, sounds like to me. A freeze uh, plug. No, it, it's coming. Uh, I got on the computer and researched it, and it's coming from the uh, uh, the uh, back behind the, uh, uh, the the manifold on top of the engines where, the, where, the, where they made it this design where the antifreeze goes underneath the uh, – uh, the manifold and and on the computer the guy said that it's a uh, uh, repair from from hell to sort sort of speak they said it's really uh, the labor to get to it to fix it. How much? How many miles on your car? About one hundred and thirty-five thousand. Well, it's still got life left to it. You haven't put a transmission in it, have you? No. Uh-uh. No. no. Back O twos were still good transmissions on the Nissans. Uh, have you got a price quote from Gun yet? No, no, I haven't got a price quote from anybody yet. So, uh, I've got. If you'll call me, I don't have their number with me, but I rent to the best mechanic in the country, and okay. I would talk to him first. And I'll Alrighty. give you their number if you'll call me after the show and give me a call at eight three zero seven zero eight. Four seven eight nine, and I'll give that number again. The second half, but that's 830-708-4789. Give me a call, and I'll give you their number. You can call them and talk to them, and um, he's the most honest guy I got. He does a lot of work for me, but uh, this guy's busy, 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 but they can work it in and, and find out exactly, and he's probably – you know, knows it's amazing how much you can find on the internet now, and how much YouTube, and that's not a job you can do yourself, right? Right. You know, and right, so right. Uh, I thought about it, but and, the uh, pain. Uh, there's might be another way of fixing that and and uh, getting to it, but I've never come across that problem. Uh, you know, and we've handled. You know, we used to handle two to three hundred cars a month. I can't get enough bought right now. And I need a bunch. But, Dennis, give me a call, and I'll talk to you about it and give you their number. Okay, sir. Again, 830-708-4789. That's my number. Give me a call. Yeah, after 10 o'clock. 
Okay, Thank you, Randy. Dennis. Thanks a lot. Hey, give us a call, anybody out there, 210-340-9585. We'll let you weigh up what you've got. You know, if he just said it's 200,000 miles, I wouldn't have fixed it. But with 135,000 miles, sound like they want to keep it. So, you know, that's a wise investment, but you got to see what you're going to spend. Hey, call your friends, call your neighbors, give me a call. Facebook, I'll be right back. Uh, God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. And, uh, hey, text somebody. Tune in for the second half of the show. Thank you. Thanks to you, San Antonio and South Texas, 2017 was another successful year at North Park Toyota of San Antonio. Hi, this is Merle Gothard, General Manager of North Park Toyota of San Antonio. And you, too, can take advantage of our better bottom-line posted pricing on over 750 available new and pre-owned Toyotas. We research the market, and then we post our lowest price on every car, truck, and SUV every day. Then we back that price with sales and service excellence from the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's President's Award nine years in a row. No games, no gimmicks, just our better bottom line posted price. And remember, we don't mark them up just to mark them down. Our market-based posted pricing, the financing you deserve, and full market value for your trade-in, and our attention to customers' needs have made North Park Toyota a dealer that delivers. Come see how we deliver the North Park way at North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South Exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. And also, you can go to Facebook Live, look up Randy Adams. We've got a lot of people on live Facebook. And uh, I've had a lot of people go to TalkStream Live. That's TalkStreamLive.com. Look up Randy Adams. And uh, you can see some, listen to some of my past shows. And of course, KSLR.com. That's KSLR, the radio station here at KSLR.com. And look up past shows there. And uh, if you like the show, go to, hello, Don. And if you like this show, go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Give me feedback. If you don't like it, give me feedback too. I can take criticism. Uh, I want to learn. I want to grow. I want to be the best I can be. And so, uh, but I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Still working on the books. Got it. One at the best uh, uh, editor I thought I could ever find. Man, this lady's doing a great job on my first book. And the second book, she'll be, uh, I'm hoping she'll have it in the next month or two. But be sure and uh, look us up on learntobuyandsellcars.com and give us feedback. And then also tell 20 people I want to buy their car, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hello, David Robertson. Hey, that's a big-time auction man there. Uh, the best is not always best. The, there's association of F&I people to make the most they can make. And I agree. they gotta, you got to have that point. They've got to sign you up. But you've got to know what's going on in the game and how to handle yourself and get a little defense. You know, we're playing football. This is a game. This is, hello, Roger Santos. This is a game, and we keep score with your money. And we're always winners. Very, very seldom. I'm not sure it ever happens. Uh, is there a loser when it becomes a car dealer? Because they've got, they own the field, they own the stadium, they own the coaches, they own the ball, they own it all. But they know how to close you. And so, Yes, we want to keep them in business. Yes, we want to make them to make a small percentage. We just won't, don't want you to get your head ripped plumb off, you know, or put you out of the game or, or cripple you. You know, you know what crippling is? I mean, one of them old blindside black, they hit you at the knees and you're out of the game and you're in pain for, a, you know, a long time. Well, that pain is making them payments, especially on something you didn't want intend to buy, and you end up with that little darling, and it's miserable, and that's pain. That's when you get double teamed, triple teamed. I mean, they'll they'll throw everything but the kitchen sink after you. Well, come think about it, they'll throw that too. You know, but uh, they're telling best is not always best. 
And this association, and this guy is president of it, executive director, excuse me, of Association of Finance and Insurance Professionals, and they are professionals because they're well-trained, and he reminds us why the word best should be avoided. And so avoided when discussing financing or leasing rates with customers. And uh, I've had a lot of emails lately to learn to buy and sell cars.com. You can email me. on, We'll answer you back. Uh, talking about leases, you know, and they're pushing leases big time. But leases, they make more money on leases than they do selling the car cash. You got to think about that. They make more money on leases, and they're not. Hey, they're going to get that car back. Now, are you going to take a chance on the market? You're going to take a chance of you owing too much and take it back and take a loss. Now, there's one that's unlimited, and I, I, I got a big time question on this because a guy called me. He said, "Well, there's a, a lease deal that'll lease them, and there's no none at all when it comes to mileage." Well, that, that lease is open in, and I got news for you. You're going to pay. What happens is if you put 150,000 miles on it and the truck or the car don't bring no money, you got to pay the difference from what you've been paying in. Hey, and they make 15, 20% on the deal. So if you're buying a $70,000 truck, they're subject to make 15,000 on you. So the leases, there's no, there's no free lease. Now, what does Dave Ramsey say? Not Randy Adams or Dave Ramsey says, do not lease. Now, I, and I disagree in some of these people that know they're only going to put 15,000 miles a year on the penalty small on mileage, this, that, and the other, and it fits her situation. And there was a lady, uh, she's by herself. She wants a new car. She can afford, she got plenty of money. She can afford it. And she don't. She puts you know ten, twelve, fifteen thousand miles a year on a car, and that's what she wants. And I told her, I said, "Ma'am, it's your money. Take my advice and do whatever you want to." And and she ended up getting the right lease. And I and I schooled her on the mileage difference and and the penalty. But here we go again. It says here, and to anyone outside the car business, the best rate is neither the dealer's buy rate. Are the lowest rate known to man. We believe it's the, and here we go, we believe, and that's the association that's making money, believe it's the buy rate plus X number of points, plus X number of points. Now that X, what does that X factor mean? Well, it means 2%. Well, you're paying the buy rate they get plus 2%. And then another, maybe it's 10%. Just like the guy that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, that has a seven eighty score, boy, he's he's great. They, this man's credit's wonderful, and he was paying fifteen percent on a used car at a huge used car dealership because he didn't ask the interest rate, and he got to looking at his contract about two months later and saw fifteen percent. He didn't understand. He said, well, "I wonder what this means." So he called me up, and we went through it. He's paying 15% when he ought to be paying 3 or 4%. Big difference. But, see, people don't ask. They go right into these dealerships and say, I want to buy this vehicle. They get it the price figured in. And, and also, he paid too much for the car. Hey, these big used car dealerships, their overhead is high or higher. They don't have a service department to overcome the overhead. They don't have a parts department. They don't have a body shop. You know, and so they've got to make up that money somehow, so they add it to the price of the vehicle. And it's difficult to, to – I love them. I sell to them. I love them. Uh, and so it's difficult for this guy paid too much for the car. And all this question came up because he paid a price for a car, and then he sees the exact same car he's got advertised somewhere else for 4000 cheaper. And he, that was the beginning of the question. Then he asked me about the interest rate. But he said, how can – I said, well, some people want to make more money than others. Well, how can it be 4000 cheaper? It must not be as good a car. I said, the miles are about the same. And I said, if you'll find out, it probably hadn't been in an accident because the new car dealer is selling it. They don't sell accident cars. And they could, and sometimes they do, but very seldom. Minor accidents, maybe. 
I said, the difference in it, I said, let me pull up. I pulled up to see what they're bringing it to auction, and that new car dealer was in line. Where he bought it wasn't in line. They they got him for 4000 extra. They got him for 15% interest. We got it refinanced. We got him straight. And the guy with the excellent credit deserves, if you've got excellent credit, you deserve a low interest rate. And so then he got to looking, and the extended warranty was awful high. So we got him hooked up. A lot of people don't know these credit unions will sell you um, extended warranty, a lot cheaper than the dealers, and they're great warranties. And so we got extended warranty for him. We got him all set up, improved his payment tremendously. You wouldn't believe what it was. So it says here, X number of points. That X numbers whatever the dealer can get from you, 2 to 10 or 15%. So any reference to APR, which is your uh, interest rate, being the best available, will be seen as the deceivive act. It, are we deceiving people? That's a deceiving act on the part of the F&I producer, the salesperson, the F&I salesperson. So they tell them this is the best rate in the world. You know, they didn't even discuss rates. Some of these places, when they hammer you for big interest rate, why well, bring it up? No, I ain't going to talk about it. No, we don't need to talk about it. We just smile at you, push you the contract, and get you to sign all the spots, and away we go. And, you know, now there are, <coughs> excuse me, there is chargebacks. These dealers get charged back when the deal don't work exactly like it should. So, you know, give us a call. we got a few minutes, 210-340-9585. That's 340-310-340. 9585. And if you or anybody you know has got anything for sale, vehicle wise, uh, yard art or whatever's been sitting there forever, old cars, old trucks, old pickups, uh, I'm about to pick up a 56 Ford three quarter ton truck that I bought. Uh, I'm going to pick that up Tuesday. And so I've got that coming. Uh, and then also maybe picking up a Supposed to be picking up probably toward the end of the week. 41 Willis Coupe with a blown 355 in it. Pretty cool street rod uh, lady is selling. And so, you know, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. So let me know exactly what you got for sale. Tell 20 people, you know, Randy Adams will buy you a car. Give me a call on my mobile or go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com, and uh, describe your car, and I'll make you an offer, give you a call or whatever I need to do. Uh, so... Give me a call. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com, or give me a call on my mobile, 830 That's 830-708-4789. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, you know, we're working on F&I at the moment, and because I want you to get your car financed, get it ready, get it able to what you need to do. Hello, Joel, Greg, and Tammy. Uh, but Deceptive Act, so now they're training the F&I people to watch out what they say. And so bear in mind there's nothing illegal, unethical, immoral about a reasonable markup on the buy rate. It's all right to them, but you're the one paying. It's your money. You know, it's not illegal, unethical, or immoral about the reasonable markup on the buy rate. That's the truth. The problem is you do your homework where you can get the best rate, get the best buy, get the best opportunity. For you, you want to give away your money? And that's after-tax money. I keep reminding you, you know, we'll go out and we work, and we're going to pay Uncle Sam. And so he, he gets his part. It's just like my buddy that bought that $75,000 truck, and when he found out it's going to be worth in four years, twenty-five dollars to $30,000, he said, I'm going to lose $45,000. I said, well, you got to go make that $45,000 first, Bubba. And then so you got to make about 55000 to pay the $45,000 loss, and then you keep making that payment. So, you know, I want you to know what you're doing. I, I just You need to explain. That's the big secret in the car business. You don't get explained to all these things. Well, I want you to know. You know, what is it going to cost you? What is it worth to you? You know, that's why the millenniums want Uber and share ride and all this other stuff. They're tired of seeing their parents 
burdened by payments, burdened by too much car, burdened by everything in the world, and then and then come back, you know, trying to make these payments or survive, and then seeing the car is not worth nothing. You know, I, I love what a, a, one of the people that I bought their vehicles last week, week four last, said that they went to trade it in, and they told them, said, well, nobody will want this car. You don't want it. You've already got all the life out of it. You're not going to want it. And it was a high-mileage truck. It wasn't a car. It was a truck. High-mileage truck. Nobody's going to want it. You know, and so they didn't trade it. They got feeling so bad about it. The guy told me, he said, I felt so bad I didn't even want them to have it. I didn't want them to be a burden on them to own this vehicle. That vehicle had some life left to it. I sold it the next day. I had people waiting on it. There's people to buy all kinds of vehicles, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Not everybody can afford a brand-new truck or brand-new car. And some people are satisfied with what they got. Are you happy with what you got? I bought from a 95-year-old man, 07 Lincoln I'm driving today. Just love it. 91,000 miles, 07 town car. Man, that's a great ride for the money. I love it. And so, you know, some people are content with what they get. I, I want it I want it to start and get where I'm going and get back. That's what my theory is. I don't have to keep up with the Joneses. Hey, when I was a heather, the Joneses tried to keep up with me. And I mean I you know, but I was in the business. That's the key. You know why car dealers and salesmen look like they got money? They don't lose money on their cars. Think about the loss you take every year. I've got a neighbor of mine. There ain't no telling what it costs for him and his wife to drive a new car every year, and they get two new cars every year. This last one's going to cost a bunch because some of these cars don't keep their value. By like, there's a Mercedes uh, floating around. There's a Range Rover floating around. Range Rover guy had a little minor accident on it. One of them hundred and fifty thousand dollar Range Rovers. Now it's worth about sixty. I'd you like to lose ninety thousand in a year and a half? Whoo, mercy! Can you afford it? Take my advice and do whatever your little heart desires. I just want you to know what is going on. And so, number one, get the price. Price is number one. Remember we talk about that? I want you to realize price is number one. And don't switch cars. You know, if you switch vehicles, back up. We're going to regroup. We're going to huddle up. We're going to figure out what the new pay is, what the new game is. Because if they switch you cars, it's to their advantage, not your advantage. Think about that. Now, would they switch cars if they wasn't making the same amount or more? Most of the time, it's a lot more. The odds are maybe one out of ten they're not making any more. Maybe they're making what they were before. Maybe it's a unit the boss has got a bonus on. Maybe it's a unit that's been there too long. Maybe it's a unit ill-equipped. Maybe it's a unit that's ugly color. I just love these guys, man. They'll stand around and say, man, that's the ugliest color. I'd never buy that car. And then a person comes up wanting to buy it. Oh, man, isn't this beautiful? I love this color. I've been thinking about buying one. Lie like a dog. I'm telling you, they will lie like a dog. Yeah, every one that's a beautiful color, every one of them's the best car, every one of them's got the best equipment. You ever heard all of that? I've heard all that, man. I've been in this business 56 years. Yeah, I started when I was 14. I've never had a job. It's, I've been a blessed man all my life. But now it's time to give back. Now it's time to educate you. I've, I've seen a tremendous change the last 55 years in this business. And the world has changed. That's why when I looked at Jeremiah this morning, I thought, wow, a terrible and shocking thing has happened to the land. What about the car business? A terrible and shocking thing has changed in the car business the last 55 years. Yes, Education, the computers change, the phones change, all this stuff changed. So work with the person that gives you the best price. You've got to know. And you've got to know if they're knowledgeable. Some of these people, work, they're hiring salesmen nowadays that don't know back end and front end of a car. Get somebody that's been in the business that knows it and will give you the right price and not try to mouse you around. There's great salesmen out there. There's great managers out there. But you've got to understand which are the good ones and which ones are the bad ones. And they got to make money to stay in business. We want them to. I don't want the government to own the car business. I don't want the billionaires to own the car business. 
I want the guys that are out there and and enjoy what they do and make money and be fair to their employees and take care of their employees. Right now, if you don't take your employees, there's there's places they can go to work. Because I'm going to tell you, good help in the car business, there's not much of it around no more. Good used car managers, oh, man, they jump on the computer. That computer has never seen that vehicle you're trading in. That computer don't know what. They'll tell you what the track record of what's going on around is. But let me tell you something. Super nice cars bring super money. Junk's bringing junk. Rough cars, just like that 15 Ford. Man told me he's got a brand new engine. They got it just out of service with $20,000 spent on a brand new diesel. Man told me, he said, this truck is beat up. They're in nothing. They're in the straight part on it. Zero. And I made him an offer. He said, Randy, take the motor out and throw it away. Throw the rest of it away. It's not worth nothing. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. So there's an example right there. Now, if that truck was nice, you know, it's worth, you know, 25000 but it's not. And they spent a $20,000 motor. That's why I was asking the guy the miles on the Nissan that called in a while ago. Give us callers just a couple of minutes left, 210-340-9585, and give me a call. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I want to buy your vehicle. So, but, you know, some people are, are never learning, never learning. And so, you know, I want you to learn. I want you to understand. I hope I'm explaining it the right way. Um, because I want you to be some people, their hearts are hardened and they can't learn and they know it all. Let me tell you something. This business change. Hello, Donnie. This business changes every month. It seems like used to, we had a market change and a change in a big time in, in a few years, but not anymore. It changes. It's liable to change every month. You know, you got to be open-minded and willing to learn. Others are shallow. Others are contaminated by distracting worries. And some are received, uh, receptive, but wanting to learn and trying to be their best. Are you receptive? Are you trying to learn and be your best, make the right decisions for you and your family and your future? You know, uh, I've got a company that wants to finance commercial units. And the guy was in there, and he said, you know, we... We finance commercial units. I said, these guys got to work out of them. They got to make a living. That's what I, I want somebody that's productive. You know, you either got a vehicle that's a pleasure and a tool to get back and forth to work and, and service your family, or you got a tool that makes you money. And, and the service, you know, I buy a lot of work trucks, service trucks, that kind of deal. I just bought off of an oil company 20 trucks, about to buy 20 more. They said they got 20 more coming up. And so I've got people looking at those that just come in. So, you know, but every we're taking oil field trucks, and they're above average, and we're showing them to other people that want a cheap truck that they can use. And and they're not looking at a $20,000 truck. They're looking at a $12,000 truck in the same year, a 14. Make it fit your budget. Make it fit what it'll work. Maybe, you know, you can dress it up later. Maybe you can put some wheels on it. Maybe you can do some other things to it. But be productive. Make, make sure that the money you've got that you're using is productive. And, you know, are, what are you working at? Are you, I got a guy that uh, bought a brand-new four-wheel drive Dodge diesel pickup, Dooley. I said, what are you going to do with it? Thinking about getting in the cattle business. I said, you got land? He said, yeah, I got land out on uh, uh, 306 going to Canyon Lake. And I said, how much land you got? And he said, 50 acres. I said, man, you could done with a half-ton truck instead of a four-wheel drive Dooley. I said, that rocks. You don't need a four-wheel drive out there, and you can't put many cattle on 50 acres of rock. He said, but, man, and I mean, it's a pretty one. It's a Mac Daddy. But, you know, did he buy what he needed that it'll work? You know, I pull trailers. I've got to have dooleys. I've got to have flatbeds. We work them. Are you working your vehicle? Are you using it properly? You know, you got to figure out what fits your budget, also fits your needs, your family needs, and, and the future. Uh, I've had a lot of people that will buy a half-ton truck, and they'll buy a camper. 
And the next thing they do, they run up to me and say, I need to buy a three-quarter ton to pull this camper. I said, you sure? Yeah. So they'll say, it only pulls at about 50, 55. Well, I'll give them the tips to get it where they'll pull it 60, 65, maybe 70. They're so thrilled that I don't sell them another truck. Now, some of them don't get it out of their mind. I got to have a bigger truck. I got this camper. And the funny part about it, how often they use those campers? Man, I bought a camper not long ago that was five years old, and people said they used it four times, once a year at the max. And here we go again. They got a super nice truck. The good part about it is their brother-in-law was buying the truck. He had use for it. Here they buy a three-quarter ton to pull this camper, used it four times in five years. They could almost rented a truck to do that. They didn't need to own that dude. Bought it new. Lost, you know, $30,000 on it. So that camper, the loss of the camper, you know, they could have rented a camper instead of the loss of the camper, loss of the truck. i just giving you options what you can do. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to open your mind to see what's going on in the world, how you can be the best, how you can do the best, how, you know, what'll work. A lot of people, I mean, in all these campsites now have cabins. You know, I want to go camping. Well, see if they got a cabin available. Rent a cabin. All of them are building cabins on them. And, and that way, you know, and also rent one, rent a camper. <coughs> that way, you know, you'll see if you really want one, and you'll see the mistakes and the issues. And, you know, I had... My sons, well, time, man, time flies. I have too much fun on this show. God bless you. I hope I'm making a difference. I hope I'm educating, being your mentor, understanding. Yes, we want dealers to make money, but we don't want you to get ripped off in the middle of the deal. Understand the game plan. You've got to have a game plan. You've got to have coaches. You've got to have help. Because I'm going to tell you, this business changes every day, and it gets tougher every day. Call me. I'll buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. This is Randy Adams. God bless you. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.